Our problem is this. How can regular people like us, who didn't grow up with the most uplifting mentors and really only learned how to hold ourselves back, how do we create true financial freedom, true emotional or even relationship or even overall health freedoms by just understanding our strengths and doing everything our way, getting results in a way that is truly authentic to who we are? That's the problem I'm committed to solving with this podcast. My name is Eddie Villa, and it's time to unleash your strengths. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. So good to be here. My name is Eddie Villa. All right, <laughs> let's talk. So I'm, I'm excited about what I want to talk about today because I'm going to share a very... Well, it's, I'm going to share a story with you that... Um, led me to be publicly humiliated, okay? But thankfully, I was only humiliated in front of one person. <laughs> and, and now, in context, I'm going to flip it. So it's not as humiliating, but it's still pretty embarrassing. However, I'm making it valuable for you. So welcome. I hope you're going to enjoy this, uh, this message because this is what happened when um, an employee I had quit on me because of something I said. He literally just said, I'm out because of what you said. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to tell you a story of what happened there and um, how I felt and how I at first was extremely angry with him for misunderstanding me. But now I'm clear, like I totally get it. And what this is going to be is I'm going to turn this into a lesson that's going to be valuable for you. If you're in the position where everybody that follows you you know, hangs on to your every word. Or if you're a parent and your children hang on to every word. Um, so many of these, so there's going to be so many lessons in this one simple story uh, that I, th I think you're going to, ultimately anybody's going to take it, um, take away something really good from this. But I'm calling this episode, your mentor didn't mean it that way. <laughs> your mentor didn't mean it that way. The reason I'm calling it that is because, um, there's a lot of times where people who are put on a pedestal by another person becomes um, like they have to be perfect. Every word that comes out of their mouth gets scrutinized and nobody really gets this as badly as like our president of the United States right now. Uh, this man cannot say anything without any of his words being completely taken out of context. Um, and so when you're listening to this story, I'm going to share with you, I want you to think about yourself. Think about how many times someone you've put on a pedestal had said something and you feel disempowered. Okay. How many times somebody that you care about has said something to you and you get angry and shut down, right? I want you to think about that. I also want you to think about how many times you said something to someone thinking it was going to help them and it ended up shutting them down. Okay. So, um, this story, I thought about this story the other day because, uh, there's, there's a, a, a woman who is like this really super high leader in the, in the company I work with. And she put out this massive training and pretty much told everybody do this step by step. Don't change anything, right? Do these, do all these steps exactly this way and you'll have success. <laughs> and what happened was, um, 
there's some things she said. And again, now this is a very high respected leader. Okay, she's she's very successful, and so because and so because she's successful, everybody puts her on this pedestal and expects her to be perfect, and they also expect every word to come out of her mouth to be truth, and accurate. Okay, and um, this is uh, what happens is that people are are listening to some things she's saying and and taking them the wrong way. They're essentially taking it in a way that's shutting them down. They're using her words, the example, as an excuse to quit. All right? And I'm going to give you an example how that happened to me. So I used to, um, the second, the, the, the first time I was ever fired from a, no, let me, okay, I'm just going to be real with you. I've been fired, fired from jobs multiple times. Okay, I've just, I finally gave up and realized I'm not the employee type, but um, the, the last time I was ever quote unquote fired, no, just fired, no quote unquote. <laughs> the last time I was ever fired, I was working as an, a manager with a large apartment in a large apartment complex. And when I first, um, got the job there, um, I went in to the apartment complex to just kind of get an idea of the feel of the place. I wanted to, to feel like like get an idea of what it's like and what are the employees like and how do they take care of customers when the customers come in and so on. I just, I wanted to get a feel for it from a first person's perspective. So, um, I walked in to the apartment complex and the employees that were there didn't know who I was and didn't know that I was about to become their boss. And, um, the first uh, couple of people I ran into were super nice. And one of them was this really nice guy. He was a sales consultant. His job was to tour me around the apartment complex and get my information and eventually get me to rent one of the apartments. And so I went in there and I, I told them, uh, we, you know, I got to meet him. I told them a little story about who I was and what I was looking for. And I got to tour around with them, came back and I was like, you yeah, know, this is a pretty nice place. This guy's a pretty nice guy. Not a super aggressive, aggressive salesperson. And, um, I'm like, all right, cool. So I got his info. I mean, he got my info and then, uh, I wanted to see if he would follow up and he did, he followed up. He did a great job. Anyway, we, um, I finally get the job and I'm, and I'm working at this place now. And I remember now I'm working, I, I got the job. I'm there. I'm his boss now. And he and I had a conversation of my tour and I didn't have anything critical or bad to say, you know, everybody to me is where they are and I want to help them get to the next step. So in the time that he and I worked together, um, it never, we never quite clicked at all. And I'm trying to remember how this conversation, oh, I, I, okay, I'm trying to remember how this conversation started with him. And this is the, 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 the deal is for me is like, I want to be a support for him. I want to help him be successful. I want our apartment community to be, be successful. Uh, this is my job. This is the last job I will ever get fired from at, the, at, at this point. But I, I wanted this, I really needed this job to be, I needed to be successful at this job because I'd just been fired from another large corporation and I had a lot, it was a lot writing on it. So I had a lot of pressure on myself. And I really knew that in order to be successful at this job, I needed the right people. And I didn't totally trust that the right people were there and I really wanted to find out. So needless to say, my lack of trust for everybody that was there um, started to show. And my plan was simply, 
all right, I'm going to, I'm just going to really let them know who I am right away. I'm going to be honest with them and I'm going to speak honestly with them and I'm going to speak directly. I'm not going to hold anything back. I'm just going to tell the truth. Okay. Well, um, I got into a conversation with this one particular, with the sales guy that was there and, um, he was having some problems with another, um, person that worked there who didn't like him. And we were talking about how his, his view, okay. His view of the people around them, uh, was hurting him. Like that was, that was the thing, right? Let's want you to understand this. Like I felt like the view and the opinion he was taking of the people around him was hurting him. You right? You understand? In other words, like he wasn't seeing the value for who they were and said he was complaining about what they weren't and what they weren't doing. And when I empowered him to try to do something about it and say something and speak to people and just say, Hey, why don't you just go have an honest conversation with them and let them know how you feel. And, and he was saying to me, no, that's not going to work because if I go tell them how I really feel, then that's just going to give everybody a reason to write me up and get rid of me. And, and my thought is, oh my gosh, dude, you cannot go through life this way. You can't go through life. Like, look, I am the manager here. Okay. If you just get honest with the people you work with, things will change. But if you keep hiding and holding all of this resentment and anger towards them, then it's going to hurt you. It's poisonous. And that's exactly how I put it. It's poisonous. It's going to hurt you. It's poisonous. And so he, we kind of finished our conversation. I really felt like I empowered him. I really felt good about that. And, uh, and everything was going fine until after about two and a half. So like a week, a week and a half later, he starts leasing apartments at our community like crazy. He starts crushing it. It's like one lease after another. He is on fire. And I'm just like, man, well done. Get your great job. Keep it up. You're doing wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. You know, just pumping them up, keep going. And for two straight weeks, he um, single-handedly leased like 50% of like the, of, of, I'd say 60 or 70% of the apartments that we had available. And he was just, he was just crushing it. And one day he came into my office after crushing it for about two weeks. And we had a whole, like, there was a whole bit, a bunch of problems that had nothing to do with him. Uh, some of the apartments were getting ready on time. Like they were supposed to, some of the files weren't getting ready on time. Like you, like he was supposed to handle and so on. And so that he walked in my office and he told me the story about the conversation we had had a couple weeks earlier. And he told me how I accused him of being poisonous to the office. And he was telling me he's quitting. He's not turning in his two weeks. He's just, he's gone. He's walking out on us. And so he did it. He planned this whole thing strategically for the last two weeks to, um, his, his goal was to drive a bunch of sales, make us feel good about him, and then him walk out on us. That was his big plan. So to say that my words of encouragement went south is, a, is a, an understatement. <laughs> so I, I was just like, like mouth open. I was shocked. Because who does that? 
right? Well, apparently this person does. So he walked out, never came back and left us to do, pick up all the hard work, do all, do all the extra work to, to ultimately finish all these projects. And we were now down an employee, which took like forever to find another employee. But uh, anyway, I mean, he was probably right. I mean, I was fired a couple of weeks later because I sucked. And ultimately I'm looking back on it and I was trying to figure out like right here, right now, trying to figure out what's the point of this lesson. And now I understand it is that it doesn't really matter because this was the thing I said to him, right? As he's walking out of my office, I'm like, Hey, I can't even remember his name. Okay. That's how much he means to me. Or anyway, I was like, Hey, um, I didn't mean it that way. What I was saying was that it was poisonous to you, to you. I never, I never meant to help to make you think that I wanted, I, I was calling you poisonous to the team. It wasn't at all what I was saying, not even close. See, because that's not even who I am. So I knew that I wasn't saying that, right? I knew that. But the bottom line is that it didn't really matter. And now that I'm looking back on it, I think that the biggest thing that I could have done in that moment, if I were to go back and try to fix this, I would say, before you leave, I want to clearly understand what you heard me say. This is like a ninja technique by all coaches, trainers, managers, leaders, anything. It's extremely important that before you walk away from the person that you're working with is to ask them, what are you hearing me say? What are you taking away from this? What thoughts do you have right now in your head after what I just shared with you, right? Because <laughs> because the truth is that not everybody's always really understanding what it is you, you mean by your words. What they're doing is they're listening to you from a their perspective based on their beliefs that, and they bring their fears and their expectations and they bring their thoughts about themselves to that conversation. And so now if if this kid were to come up to me today and let's let, let's say if that kid, this kid were to come up to me and, and I wasn't the guy that fired him, okay? And he was coming to me and telling me the story about how his boss called him poison. My first thought, my first thought, okay? Or my first question would be, is it possible? Is it possible that your boss didn't mean that you were poison? And maybe he was referring to something else. Now, the reason why I'm asking, I'm saying this now in retrospect, the reason I'm saying this is because anytime information is passed to you by someone else, in particular, a mentor, and if you choose to take that information as disempowering, okay, as information that confirms that you are not enough, then it's not true. I'm going to repeat that. If you hear something and that message takes your power away, if it disempowers you, then it is not true. The same thing applies to the information and crap you feed yourself. If you have a thought like, I'm not good enough, if it disempowers you, it's not true. It's not true. You see, because it can't be true. 
If, if, if you have chosen to take information from someone and it doesn't matter who they are and you look at it as a confirmation about what you can do in the future, how can it be true? No one has a crystal ball. Okay, if you were uh, if you were a prof- if you wanted to be a professional NBA player, all right, and you're in your senior season in college, and you're averaging 15 or 20 points a game, eight to 10 rebounds a game, one or two blocks, let's say, and Michael Jordan himself walks up to you and says, "You will never make it." If you choose to look at that information, and and choose to believe that it's disempowering you. If it disempowers you in that moment, if you stop trying, then it's not true. The message, the information they gave you is not true because how can you possibly know it's going to be true? It can't be true because there's no way you could know. You see, when I told that young man that his thoughts were poisonous, right? If he said, if he thought to himself that it meant he was poison and it disempowered him, then obviously what I said was not true. If I said what he was, if I, if he looked at the information that I gave him, which was your thoughts are poisoning you, if that empowered him, right? Which it would, it should have, it should have helped him realize, oh, I'm in control of what empowers me. I'm the one who chooses. Then it's true. So let's say Michael Jordan comes to you and says, you're not going to make it. If you choose to look at that and going and and say, okay, Michael Jordan just told me I'm not going to make it. What that means to me is I've got to commit. I got to try harder. I got to get more strategic. I got to get stronger, faster. uh, I got to connect and maybe network with people, yada, yada, yada. I've got to be better in order to make it. If that empowers you, then what Michael Jordan said to me was true. Yes? So what I want you to do is think about this. When you're listening to mentors or friends or anybody, whether they're an expert or not, if what they said puts power into you, then believe it. Okay? If it puts you and keeps you in your business, then believe it. If you have a thought or a feeling or someone shares a story or anything... That lets you believe that your strengths and talents are not perfect. If any thought that pops into your head that makes you think that you can't do this, what you're choosing to believe is a lie. And it's time to put the power back into you. Staying in your business is the most important thing you can do with everything because ultimately what it does is it gives you power. And if it gives you power, then it's true. Right? Think about it. Please think about it. How many times have you said to yourself, I can't do this? If it takes your power away, it's a lie. How many times have you thought to yourself, it's going to be hard, but with commitment and hard work, I can do this. And if it, if it moves you into action, then what you thought was true. I, I, I can't remember the name of the guy that I heard this talk about this once. I wish I could sh- give him credit for it. Um, but it was awesome. It was awesome. So here's what I want you to think about. You're, you have these, you have these Clifton strengths. Okay. You've got 34 of them and your first 12, 13, 14, these are you. 
These are you on a very high level. All right? I want you to think about something that you told yourself I can't do. You know you just did it. You probably did it right before this listening to this podcast. You're probably listening to this podcast because you got lost in the woods hearing that crap. Or maybe somebody you know said something to you that hurt you. And you chose you chose to let it disempower you. Because remember, you're in control. Like I would tell that kid, right, who worked for me, you moron. You gave control over you to someone else. You dropped the ball. Just like me. Right? I wasn't... I, I didn't get the feedback when I was done talking with them. I assumed we were on the same page. Smack me over the head too. So ultimately here is you think about something you told yourself, I can't do that. But you want to, right? So here's what you do. You take a look at your Clifton strengths. One through 14. Let's say one through 14. Let's have fun with all of them. And I want you to pick four of them. Just look at those strengths and just pick four. Any four. Just what stands out? Pick any four. Write them on a separate sheet of paper. Okay? And what we're going to do is we're going to pick those four and we're going to run with those four today. And what I want you to do is create these short little descriptions for each of those four strengths. Uh, Gallup has a really cool little tool where you can go in and you can look at, when you're looking at your strengths report, they give you a short description of each of the strengths. It'll say something like, um, for those that are, I forget what the actual wording is off the top of my head right now. Uh, oh yeah, for those exceptional, if you're exceptionally talented in the blank theme, right? Whatever strength it is that you're looking at. And then it'll give you like a one sentence or maybe a one and a half sentence uh, description of what that strength is. And what you want to do is take that one and, a half pay, uh, one and a half sentence description and shorten it to about three to five words. And you kind of create this little theme. Like one of my favorites for me uh, is futuristic, right? Inspired by visions of the future. Inspired by visions of the future. It's five words. Inspired by visions of the future, right? And I take futuristic and I match it up with my woo strength, right? Make new friends. Make new friends. Inspired by visions of the future and make new friends. Boom. I put those two together and I'm going to go solve my problem today. And then I'm going to bring another one. Uh, let's say uh, focus. Okay. Focus. Head down, move forward. That's, that's focus for me, right? Okay, inspired by visions of the future, make new friends, head down, move forward. And then I'll bring in, um, oh, here's a good one. I'll bring in Achiever. Achiever is my number 12 strength, right? Move to the next level. <laughs> okay, so for me, inspired by visions of the future, make new friends, head down, move forward, move to the next level. Those are my four strengths that I'm going to take to battle with me today. And then I'm going to put those and I'm going to put them in charge of my to-do list. And that's how I'm going to approach my day today. You bring in me. And when I do that, I put the power in my hands. All the things that someone else said I can't do, I take that and I turn it into a skill that I'm going to develop. And I'm going to do that my way by honoring my strengths, the ones I'm going to roll with today. 
I can't tell you how many times people in my life have looked at me and said, you can't do this. You are nothing. I, I just got feedback two days ago from someone who told me that their mentor told them that I'm too loud. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea what you do to me when you doubt me. You make me want to crush you, but not with my words. In fact, I'm going to push you to be at your best so that when I crush you, I know that I did it with you being at your best. And that's my competition strength. <laughs> okay. It likes to come out once in a while. It's one of my, it's one of my, like, it's just one of my tools. You know, it's like one of like the things that fires me up is that when people come out and try to put me down, put, throw me under the bus, when all I want to do is help them, that's when the beast comes out. And that's my strengths. Okay. What I want you to do is do it in your strengths. Stop letting other people disempower you with, with lies. And instead, take their lies and flip it and turn it into information that empowers you, puts the strength back into you, so allows you to focus on your strengths and go do what you need to do. Have a wonderful day. I hope you're fired up like I am right now. I hope you're ready to take on the world and do it your way. Have a wonderful day. Thanks very much for listening to the show. Please share it and uh, let other people know that you're getting value from the show. And I hope, my hope is that you join me in this quest of making the entire year of 2020 fully authentic by being who you are with everything you do to prove that that's all you ever have to be. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you on the next show. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. For more strengths coaching and tips, go to eddiepvia.com or join me live every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time at facebook.com forward slash grow with Eddie. This episode is brought to you by Launchpod Media.